This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Oh my goodness, we love a certain thing that helps us track and find things, and that would be an Apple AirTag. They're very helpful. They are. And now New York City police, they're giving out Apple AirTags to people. Why would New York City police be giving out Apple AirTags to people? Good question. Well, they've had a really huge increase of stolen cars. And uh, it looks like they have donated all of these little Apple AirTags so that people can track where their potential stolen car would be. Oh, like a heads up, like, hey, we're going to try to make your job a lot easier by giving you AirTags. That's right. So these tracking devices, the mayor said that uh, they're giving these out. They were donated by a local nonprofit and um, they gave out 500 of them in, I guess, the... 43rd uh, precinct in Bron- in the Bronx that's been hit particularly hard by carjacking. Yeah. Well, There's I also... Mean, it's not alone. I feel like everybody's talking about... Here in the Twin Cities, uh, auto thefts have been on the rise for a long time. Yeah. Because I think they have been. Oh, yeah. Seems I'm like sure. if you listen to local media. That's Well, my car got stolen here in the Twin Cities. Did it really? Yes, when? it did. Uh, let's see. That would have been... Three years ago now, oh, wow. but um, I had yeah, a, I mean, I had a neighbor who I literally was walking my dog. I was coming back as my neighbor walked outside, looked both ways and was like, well, my car has now been stolen for the second time in a month. Oh, my gosh. That seems unusual, oh. but I do always wonder, like, wouldn't like I don't have I think my car app has like a locate like my car has a locator in oh, it that I can great. use on my app. But, like, if you don't have that functionality, just throw an AirTag in. Yeah, you have an older car or something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, or if it just doesn't have the technology or that's just the easiest way for you to keep track of it. And and it's probably, like, from a consumer perspective, like, super handy, too, because, like, you forget where you parked. Yeah, at the, like at the Mall, Mall of America. <laughs> <laughs> I always take a picture or I try to remember, to like, okay, I'm going into the east, you know, lot. That's where I've, but then once I get out there, I'm like, oh, um, hmm, where yeah. is that? I've walked around that yeah, parking totally... lot many times and it's so frustrating. Yeah, you, you just forget go to home. look at what state you're in. I think I'm in Florida. Maybe it's <laughs> I Texas. I, I don't know. Georgia. <laughs> I know. And, and my thought is like, I know where I came in, but like there's an up, up staircase and a down staircase. I'm like, is it up or down? Is it Florida or Texas? You're yeah. exactly right. And then also like if you go to a big stadium concert or a game of some sort, I mean, it's just good all around, or maybe even Target. <laughs> you come out oh gosh, Target. it can be anywhere because if literally you didn't turn your brain on specifically for the purpose of remembering where your car is on any given day, it doesn't have to be the Mega Mall. I mean, it literally could just be the Piggly Wiggly. That's and true. And you're like, I don't remember which aisle I parked. I do it here at work all the time, oh, where sure. I will go shooting out 
one exit and then I'm like, oh, no, I parked in the back 40. Yeah, all the days run together. Oh, I parked on the side of the building. And you're like, I swear I parked on that spot. And you used them actually, you have air tags that you use for your luggage. Yeah, we got, my mom got a couple air tags and she's like, I don't know what to do with these things. She got them free. And so I was like, oh, give them to me. We'll use them. And I, somebody had suggested putting them in luggage and we travel enough that I thought, well, you know, we check luggage. We have one big suitcase that we'll usually check, but I put one in our big checked luggage and then the one that's sometimes gets checked anyway. And we use them for this most recent cruise. And I will tell you, it was super handy because on a cruise, the the night before your last, or I should say the night before you get off the boat, they come around and take your luggage so that they can put it out in the like disembarkation terminal. But it's all in big piles. But it's it? like literally <laughs> stacked in rows. And right. so I just like be bop, boop, 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 checked to see where it was. We walked over and bing, bang, boom, super easy. Wow. So I can highly recommend, and I'm sure... I was like super late to the game. People have all sorts of other hot tips and tricks on air tag oh, usage. For sure. Like put them on your kid. Probably put them on that. your dog's collar. Can they make a little collar that has a little I, pocket inside? I'm sure there are such things, right? Oh, yeah. Like I'm sure that there are people who sell those things on Etsy or Amazon. Ooh, that's a good idea. Um, but yeah, that would be a great idea. I mean, put them on your, you know, Glasses. Significant others vehicle if you want to track. No, oh my God, Bradley. Oh, you know what's what you got to be careful about? I didn't realize this, but it will remind you if it thinks, how am I going to explain this? If you put like, let's say you were trying to be nasty or like super like Snoopy. Yeah. And you put it on someone. If they have an Apple product, mm-hmm. it will tell them that there's an Apple tag following them. Oh. So that you, which is like a safety uh, mechanism, right? That's really, a, yes, yes. That, because that is very creepy if it's an Apple product. Um, there's also this um, TikTok challenge. I will not tell you the details of it, but um, it encourages users to steal Hyundai or Kia vehicles using a USB cord somehow. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. So you're saying that part of the reason all these cars are getting stolen is because there's a TikTok challenge to mm-hmm. get people to steal Hyundais and Toyotas? Yes. So I guess um, it was a huge leap from September. 21 Hyundai, Hyundai, Hyundais, and just seven Kias were stolen. And then within a few months... Um, it looks like 104 Hyundais mm-hmm. and 99 Kias were stolen as of December. So that is really sad. Where, New York? Yes. This God, is I feel all like it has to be a lot more than that. Um, well, that's just in a couple of months in yeah. that those t- particular type of cars. Yeah. So there's other cars. Like they said, the joke was going around that BMW stood for break my window. Yeah, I think that especially when it comes to like the Hyundai, I think it was, well, I don't know what my, I'm not going to talk about what my neighbor has or doesn't have. That's probably not a good idea, but, (laughs) but they did have one of those vehicles that has, because I think there's a lawsuit currently against one or more manufacturers, right? Kia and Hyundai. Yeah. Oh, right. For making it like too easy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. Um, And it looks like in January, Crooks even took an unmarked New York City police car, patrol car on a 12 hour joyride which is like got to be super embarrassing and yeah. they didn't know where it was. Yeah. So I'm sure they put 
the first thing they did with all of these a- Apple air tags is put them in all the patrol cars. cars or patrol cars would have some sort of find me device. I do find it interesting that that's not just ubiquitous, right? Mm-hmm. Although, let me now like just play the tape all the way forward. Putting an air tag in your car, your car gets stolen. Are you going to look for it? Yes. And like I would, but you'd want to be careful, right? Because like, what if some like. Well, yeah, you can tell the police where it is because it That's tracks true. it in real time. So you let know? the police do it. Just well, don't go like vigilante justice on people. To yeah, get your car back. exactly. That could be dangerous. I wish I would have had that in my van when it got stolen because I had all of my camping gear in there, which oh, a God. lot of it was pretty expensive. Yeah. And well, poor me, whatever. You know, I wasn't hurt. It just wasn't there in the morning. Worst things could happen. But um yeah, they have so much to do that's way more important than finding people stolen like, cars. They're like, ma'am, we don't have time for this. So they just say, just look around the... They told me, just look around the neighborhood because in this area alone, we have several teenagers who have been stealing cars just to drive them until the gas runs out, and then they ditch them. So just look around the neighborhood. So I, for How did weeks, they get it? Did they hotwire it? Did they have some kind of... Yes, it was all torn apart inside, so I ended up donating it to Newgate Schools, which is a great place because they teach young people to repair cars and give them a trade, and then they donate those cards to single mothers who need help. So, um, In the end, it ended up going to a good cause, but I sure wish I would have known where it was. They were really stupid because they also left all these photos in the car, which I handed well, over were to they the teenagers? police. Yeah, it was of somebody's birthday and the cake oh, had like I, their I name on it. I vaguely remember this. It's just like the cake had the family's name on it and there were photos, but maybe they did that to plant evidence that wasn't real. Anyway, they took the photos and... And I'm sure the police were like, we don't have time for this. I know, you I know. You got your car back, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, because it is so... I mean, but when it's you, it doesn't feel like... No. You know, not important it feels like super super intimate because somebody just stole like one of the most important things that helps you get from point a to point that's b that's true but i lived on the light rail line at the time so that's i got to work yeah that's well, cool it's good that we have a good transportation system in this city do you know how much an air tag is like no, how much do those cost i have literally no idea because the mm-hmm. only two that i ever received were a gift oh so uh that means they were free okay so it looks like uh 29 not bad You know, don't you think at some point they're just going to be ubiquitous to put on all of your stuff? Mm -hmm. Like they'll be small enough and minuscule and and unobtrusive enough, unobtrusive, that um, you'll just be able to put them on every damn thing that you own. And you'll just, God, I bet that would be that we're going to be living in a very, (laughs) very snoopy world i'm just saying like like i it it, i never thought about my luggage needing to be tracked and it was fine but now that i can track my luggage i'm like ooh, where is my luggage when i'm on the plane yeah like ooh, it's over there Mm -hmm. right like i don't now i'm it's like sometimes your luggage can be lost and now you can go up and go it's in atlanta by the way my luggage is in atlanta (laughs) right now exactly at the airport so can i have that back hey when we come back do you want to talk about the met gala Oh, yeah. Because that's happening tonight. Tonight. Weird on a Monday night, huh? Get your... Well, isn't it always on Monday? Is it? Yeah, I think so. There must be a reason. Uh, We'll find out, in fact, uh, many reasons about what's happening with the Met Gala when we return right here on Mike. On the Mike Talk website or app. 
It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. Uh, have you done crazy diets before? I have. Well, they don't work, and once you do them, you might lose 10 pounds, but then you gain it all back and maybe 5 pounds more. Can you relate? Well, wouldn't it be nice to lose over 20 pounds before summer? It is possible, and you can with Livia's doctor-recommended program, uh, their weight loss program. It's just famous because it was voted number one in Minnesota for several years in a row. I lost about 30 pounds with Livia, and... And I learned to maintain my weight loss. I feel great. And I recommend Livia to anybody who's looking to feel healthier or lose weight in the healthy way. What was great about Livia is that um, you would go to one-on-one meetings with the person at Livia. And, you know, you could discuss anything in the meeting, like why you had trouble that week. There's no judgment. And you can actually go to Livia.com and get three months free if you mention me. So give them a call, 855-GO-LIVIA, three months free if you mention me. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, it's a great Monday. It's beautiful outside, just a little bit windy. I hope it isn't windy in California. Is it in California or New York? The Met Gala is in New York. New York City. That's right. The wind whips around those buildings and... It can be pretty chilly, so I hope they're wearing some... I sound like someone's aunt. Um, the Met Gala is tonight. You are deliciously transitioning us into a conversation about the Met Gala, which happens tonight. And I I assumed, Dawn, that a lot of people have questions about the Met Gala, mainly because I, too, have a bunch of questions. This is not an event that I get uber excited for, other than I know two things. One, fabulous outfits. Yeah. Two, celebrities. Three, okay, maybe, drama. Most certainly drama, and right? people get together. We always they hear like up. they met at the Met Gala. Well, that's where many publicationships that we talk about here on this show. By the way, we're talking about coronation ships this week in advance of King Charles' coronation. That's yes. not a publicationship. That's just a word we made up <laughs> to talk about other yep. stories that we'll get to later in this hour and beyond. But publicationships like Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, they allegedly supposedly hooked up after... Uh, meeting or hanging out at the Met Gala. I think Joe Alwyn and Taylor Swift, she actually met two men, right? Didn't she, like, meet two people that way? Like, Joe Alwyn and somebody else? Mm. I don't know. But you're right. It's a hotbed of Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson? No, I don't know. Maybe I made that up. Well, people will display their new relationships there. It's like a big deal. Like, when do we release that this is a real thing? Let's do it at the Met Gala. Do you know who pays for the Met Gala? Like, um, no. Uh, is it donations? That's a great question, actually, and I didn't know the answer to this. Mike, do you know? I'm putting you on the spot. I do not. Absolutely no prompting. Is it for the Metropolitan Museum of Art? Well, I'm going to tell you, how about I can tell you what the Met Gala actually is, but I do want to just tell you that uh, I was reading this piece, and maybe we can put this on our links page. It talks about who paid. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To go to the Met Gala, like how do you actually get there? And what I learned is, and I'm sure a lot of people already knew this, like LoJ, they probably have done all the research, so mm-hmm. tune into them later today. They've probably today. been to the Met Gala. Well... If they have, like, breaking news, I want all the dirt. But um, it turns out that big fashion brands are usually the ones that round up the celebs to dress, to, like, get them all dressed up. And they're the ones that buy the tables, the the big fashion brands. And Mm -hmm. they'll drop sometimes, like, it's like $300,000 for a table. Oh, man. It can be. Wow. And then they get to pick, like, hey, Katy Perry, I want you to dress, you know, in... (gasps) um, uh, Wear this dress. Polo. Or, you know, like I'm trying to think of a name. Mm-hmm. Yves Saint Laurent. Yeah. Versace. Gucci. <laughs> Versace. <laughs> Channel number five. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so the big fashion brands are the ones that sort of put down the money. So celebrities, like most things, nothing is real and everyone smokes. Uh-huh. They just get paid to go. Wait, well, they don't get paid to go, but they get dressed up and, and uh, given a table. Yes. So they don't. So have that's to who pays for it. Yeah. I thought it was celebrities that may be paid, and if they donated to the event, there are people, big rich people with deep pockets, who uh, make contributions to the Metropolitan Gallery of Art, right? Like the, who just are big donors, right? Who, who might, but apparently, increasingly, it's harder for like you know just rich folk to get um, space because they're trying to make so much space for celebrities and you know other celebrities yeah right exactly other corporate sponsors apparently have been uh like shelling out the big bucks to get tables i mean people up to and including yahoo which apparently in 2015 spent three million dollars on two tables oh yahoo what was that worth it for them is that worth the investment i would say it's now 2023 yahoo i guess What do you even do on Yahoo anymore? I don't know. I find some articles sometimes. I know, but do you ever notice that they're just like repurposing other people's articles? What, Mike? It's good for two things. Uh, Fantasy football and financial news. That's literally the only two things that are keeping Yahoo going, basically. Well, good. Yahoo Finance and Yahoo Fantasy. That $3 million (laughs) at the 2015 Met Gala really paid off. Mm -hmm. Yes. Anyway, you had asked a question, Dawn, about like what is the Met Gala? Yeah, I should know since this is my job to know, but I actually... Actually don't. Don, our job is to not know. <laughs> our job is to talk about it. Oh. Like, so what is interesting to you? I uh, say that because I, too, like, I don't know the details, but according to Us Weekly, the Met Gala is a fundraiser of the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute and is also known as the Costume Institute Benefit. And, uh, like, beyond that, I don't think we really do get a sense of what it's actually about. But like most things, we're paying attention because big names and celebrities are there. Exactly. And for and for years, the Kardashians were banned. Persona non grata. Anna Wintour was like, no, you're not coming. And then they were invited. Well, yeah. Then she put Kim Kardashian on the cover of a magazine and decided uh-huh. that like 
clearly because she knew where the future was. Reality stars are the future. Mm -hmm. And so we need to incorporate them into all things. All things. All things. Oh, we didn't even get to talk about Karl Lagerfeld. Oh, yeah. That's the theme. The theme. We're going to have to talk about this tomorrow when we see what everybody does. What are you going to wear for... Um, I'll wear um, uh, my old prom dress. Ooh, fun. All right. I'm just going to be a giant fan. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn from the Met Gala to the back lot, we're going back. Bradley here for my friends at Alight. You know Alight. Alight is an amazing organization, a local organization based right here in the Twin Cities that spreads out across the globe helping displaced persons now all last month i was telling you about the work alight is doing to help displaced persons people who've been displaced because of climate change and i know sometimes climate change just seems like a big broad term and like what does that actually mean well it means for example that there has been historic flooding in places like pakistan where hundreds of thousands of people if not millions in that region have been affected by historic flooding flooding that frankly, um, will continue to affect those individuals' lives for the for decades to come. A light is there on the ground helping those displaced by those floods. Or it could be in a place like East Africa. Head to wearealight.org today to learn more. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, thanks for joining us on this Monday. And this is the time where we go back in time and figure out some old Hollywood scandals and mysteries with the back lot. To the back lot, it's time to go. Time to go to the back lot. It's the lot that is in the back of a movie studio. To the back lot, it's time to go. Won't you join us in the back lot? We're meeting Bradley and Don in the back lot. Let's go. Don, where are we going today? Uh, the year is 1948. Actor Robert Mitchum, star of the original Cape Fear, mm-hmm. Night of the Hunter, many, many movies. He had a lot of leading man uh, roles also they and, and usually had an edge to them yes so they weren't just a, like he's the good guy or he's the bad guy he's a very um, leading man oh he is my favorite old hollywood actor there and and a lot of women loved him well he got caught smoking a joint what? at a party in what? laurel canyon a pot smoker yes when la police stormed in and arrested him for marijuana <gasps> Uh, okay, well, well, that's not good in the forties. Well, it is. What year good. did you say we were in? Nineteen forty-eight. Yeah, no, they. I mean, and then we're getting real close to the fifties when nobody did anything bad. No, <laughs> right, exactly. All right, so um, Robert Mitchum, he has admitted that he liked to smoke some weed every now and then. Doobies. And yeah, Mary and the police, Jane. you know, he was sort of open about it, and he also um, did some movies. Where he was sort of the bad guy, so kind of people kind of expected this of him. Like it had he had an air of bad boy. Smoke. <laughs> yes. Well, he ended up going to prison for this. What? Offense. He went to prison. <laughs> he went to prison. So let's go back to the party where he was caught smoking right, the pot. Okay. I'm there. Who else? Is there? All right. Uh, you are there. Um, and then we also had um, an actress named uh, Vicky Evans, and then we had. Another actress that they met on the beach, uh, he was with his realtor, actually, and they got busted um, 
Leeds is her last name. Lily Leeds. So he got busted with his realtor on the beach with a doobie? He wasn't on the... Uh, he met Leeds on the beach, and oh. then they went to her house, and then they used to just have some a good old time just sitting around a house smoking doobies. <laughs> that's all we do. So this was pretty extreme because uh, the actress who was just sort of Vivian Leeds, who was just sort of there, wrong place, wrong time. She didn't. Vicky, I'm sorry, Vicky Evans, not Leeds. Uh, Vicky Evans said, you know, she had a press conference and said, I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, so I wasn't smoking any doobies. Well, she did not go to jail. Robert Mitchum was charged with this, and they really just wanted to make him an example for everyone. Okay, so this was like, we're going to take this opportunity to make an example of someone in Hollywood that if you smoke pot, reefer madness, uh, well, this is actually like later than like the 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 actual reefer madness movie that came right. out. Wasn't that like in the 30s? Uh, yeah. But so it seems interesting in the post-war period that they were like, let's go after some guy in Hollywood, especially a leading man like Robert Mitchum, who seems kind of, you know, not not like on the straight and narrow but he was a big name star yeah absolutely totally um and then and the ladies loved him for sure um actually we have a clip here from this i took the clip from this movie because kirk douglas is in it and it's basically the last movie that he made right before he got arrested it was in 1947 that they made this movie and then he got arrested and the name of that movie is Right here, it is called Out of the Past. All right. I didn't know what I was doing. I I didn't know anything except how much I hated. But I didn't take anything. I didn't, Jim. Don't you believe me? Baby, I don't care. They say you killed a man. Do you believe me? Not until you tell me. You believe everything I say, don't you? Everything you say to me, I believe. You know, a dame with a rod is like a guy with a knitting needle. Hey! What? (laughs) Excuse me. A dame with a rod is like like what? man with the knitting needle? What does that even mean? I wanted to make A dame with a rod! Oh boy! So um, that so was. So you're saying he was uh, high on? Uh, he maybe was high in that in all of those clips, and he's been known to talk about in the past that you know he acting is not hard. You just read the lines, and everybody that's making such a big deal about it, people that go into method acting, he kind of made fun of those people because he had a very. He's like, I don't act. I just speak. It's not hard. He was so, trying to say it's like over. Don't like don't overcomplicate. Don't overcomplicate it. this. This isn't that hard. So his lack of caring for his profession made him sexier to women. So like he just wakes up and acts. That's right. I just put on a shirt and act. Now, Bradley, I I'm want you to. Yeah. So he went to prison for two months. This is so strange to me that he actually that Hollywood somehow allowed him. I say that because Hollywood had incredible power. Yes. And you'd have to believe that the studios, was he not in a studio at that time? Well, he was actually with RKO. Okay, so he was. You would think that the studio would have stepped in and, I don't know, murdered someone to cover up for him. And it was Howard Hughes running that studio. Well, which is he was busy not clipping his fingernails in a dark room. That's right. Yeah. So 
he actually helped him because when he was in prison, Howard Hughes actually had photo shoots with him in his jail cells, drinking a cup of coffee and others with his shirt off and his shirt open. So it actually helped his career greatly. So they were like, uh, we can't get you out of jail, but we can just make it look like you're, you know, super sexy. Yeah. And so nobody, nobody cared that he went to jail for marijuana. And they actually, after he, he got many more parts whenever he got out of prison for this. Did he ever get like, um, I'm getting ahead of myself and you can just tell me to shut up and stop asking the wrong questions. But uh, did he ever get like, was this expunged from his record or anything? Or was he always just like ex-con Robert Mitchum for smoking a doobie? Actually, he, it was taken from his record because it was actually a big setup by the cops. Oh. So they had to admit three years later when evidence came out that they it was like a sting operation where they they actually got a tip from his realtor. A lot of people think the other man he was with to set him up to be oh. the one that's the ma- face in Hollywood for okay. look at how your life can go bad if you smoke marijuana. I need this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, actually, I would like you to play the part of um, Sergeant A.M. Barr. Okay. Okay, so he revealed the true motive to the L.A. Times once, and your quote is right there in our grid. So now, give me give me context. Where am? Who am I? What am I? How am I doing this? Um, you are you are very much against these big shots, these stars, all these um, stars, these Hollywood. Yeah, dopes they're really bad people, and smoking their doobies. Yes, okay. and and what you're going to do right. to stop all of this madness? We're going to clean the dope and narcotics users out of Hollywood, boys. We don't care who we have to arrest. There's a lot of stuff being used in Hollywood. We have a number of important and prominent Hollywood screen personalities under surveillance. Suddenly I'm getting Southern. (laughs) Many of the big shot stars and other top names do not patronize corner corner peddlers for fear of a shakedown. They don't do get drugs from drug dealers on the street. Yeah, they got inside drug dealers. Uh However, we have reason to believe there's an inside ring right inside the film industry supplying a larger number of narcotics users. Dope peddlers! (laughs) I love it. So I could, so some uh, hot shot district attorney Mm -hmm. was trying to make a name for himself at the expense of robert mitchum it sounds like right in the los angeles police department yeah this was a part of their anti-drug efforts yeah and so you could see where and they would pick hollywood as a target i'm just really surprised at hollywood studios maybe it's because we're a little later in the hollywood studio system we are i get i think getting towards the tail end of, you know, the grandiose powers that the studios once had to sort of hush everything up. Mm, yeah. So maybe that's why, but um, that's, I did not know that about Robert Mitchum, that he was actually in prison for smoking a marijuana cigarette. That's right. And now, doesn't that seem so absurd? Yeah, of as course, now. the Minnesota state legislature is passing, you know, legalization of said substance? It is, it is very, yeah, it seems ridiculous. So that other lady, Lila Leeds was her name. She was an actress. Um, this is the one that he was hanging out with smoking the doobie? That's right. Yes, he met her on the beach along with his realtor, Robin, Robin Ford, who was, you know, people assume that he's the one that tipped yeah. off the police. Thanks a lot, dude. Um, so she had a really sad um, thing that happened. She actually went to jail as well. Oh, no. 
And she went to prison as well, and she actually got... For the doobie? Yes. She spent 60 days in jail, and she allegedly became addicted to heroin. Oh, my God. Then she tried to recover her career. I know. Well, it's just, I guess, you know, send her to jail, and she's not going to be on pot. She's going to be on heroin. She tried to recover her career by starring in anti-weed propaganda films, but ended up being a failed actress. And then she went to the Midwest, worked in nightclubs... And then she found Jesus and became a missionary. Oh, my God, John. <laughs> Bury the lead. <laughs> yeah, and her last name is Lead, so. Oh, so. that was awkward. <laughs> Dawn. <laughs> I, sorry. Why did you make me do that? Oh, I just She's love She's beautiful, how... though. I do want to know her story now, too. You just gave me literally the, the like, I want to read her book. Mm-hmm. She ends up, like, you know. Praising Jesus. That's right. Yeah. But, well, I mean, that's not a bad end. You no, said it was it tragic. Isn't. Well, it's tragic because she got on heroin and yeah. she she lost her career. Here we have uh, the point was Robert Mitchum became a bigger celebrity, went on to do Cape Fear, and Night of the Hunter. And she, suffered. because she's a woman, probably, yeah. you know, her oh, star isn't shining anymore. Like nobody yeah. accepted her. Yeah, misogyny. Get used to it. Oh, boy. So sad. But that is a fascinating story, Don. Thank you so much. For that walk down memory lane, where can I learn more? You about can this learn more. Um, actually, I have a link in our show page. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing the that. article. Yep. Uh, that was a really fun. St- well, I don't want to say fun, but you know what I'm interesting. saying. Interesting. Interesting story that I did not know. Now, when we come back, it's coronation ship all week long here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dot. We are learning things about the. Coming coronation of King Charles III. Dawn is going to share with us Camilla's companions. What does that actually mean? We'll find out when we return. Right here on My Talk. And once you get a taste, you'll never be the same. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment and everything coronation ship. We're having a coronation ship this week because this Saturday, early in the morning, you'll have to get up at 5.30 a.m. to watch the king being coronated. It is a weird word, right? Coronated. Crowned. Crowned, yes. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm sure you could, I'm sure coronate is a word, but sounds like an ice cream treat. Yeah, a coronetta. (laughs) Coronetta. Isn't that an ice cream cone? Yeah, those are good. Anyway, Don, why are we talking about the British royal family today? Uh, well, because um, Camilla has decided oh, to... Also, Camilla noted as Don's favorite person oh, in the boy. royal family. Yes, yeah, so Camilla has decided to um, have what's called oh. Camilla and Friends. Camilla and Friends? <laughs> no, um, Camilla has decided to get rid of the ladies-in-waiting... Which I would like to remind you that that's been around for hundreds of years. So that's like a legit thing. Like it's an official thing to be a lady in waiting. It is. Um, And for a century, I mean, we've they've been the cause of probably a lot of the wives of Henry VIII dying, you know, because they were so nasty and mean and, you know, in the court. This this is the modern day court. They still have ladies in waiting yeah. who go to lunch and gossip, and you know they're basically a part of. So Camilla doesn't want that anymore. No, she does not. She wants um, what's called Camilla's companions. The queen's. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, that, <laughs> the she, queen's companions. Camilla's companions sounds <laughs> like, like a dogs. series on Hulu yeah. this fall. 
It's Camilla's Companions. <laughs> I know. It's the Queen's Companions. So because of this, they like, are does just that getting... mean that, so that they don't have to be ladies in waiting? They're not ladies in waiting because ladies in waiting technically have a lot more duties. Um, and so these are just like my biatches on the side. Yes, that's right. Like you girls aren't going to be that busy, but when I need you, you're going to be there. That's right. (laughs) I mean, and she had so bizarre. Queen Elizabeth had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. And a lady in waiting would be in charge of waking, dressing and accompanying a lady and her daily activities. She helps a queen, a princess, or other noble woman. Sure. So these are truly just. But she's not a servant of the sovereign who are going to help her and people she can trust. I guess right. But we've seen on a lot of programs. Programs now. Whether or not this is true, I don't know. But throughout history, there have been. Gossip that started in this little gaggle of geese, you know, yeah. the, these little, these hens that are clucking around. Yeah. The main. Oh, you chicken. know, they know some stuff. They know some stuff. Well, and also they're probably the only people who can check the queen. Like, girl, are mm-hmm. you serious right now? Right. It's her, You know what I mean? Like your, your friends are the ones that are going to keep you in check. So these are the ones that are going to be like, Camilla, you look like, you know, a fool. Stop. Yeah, they might not say that, but they might imply something. And they also know a lot of stuff. Well, they would, yeah, they would be doing the British version of that. Like, oh, darling, do you think maybe that is the best use of your time and whatever? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yes. And then they're passing out the tea and crumpets. It's kind of like an entourage of ladies. So her is essentially, so Camilla's companions are not ladies in waiting, but they're they're basically the same thing, but with lighter duties. Exactly. So they only attend a couple, three events. They're not all up in her business, which maybe right. that's what Camilla wants. Like, I don't need all these women up in my business. That is what I was getting to. Oh, I'm sorry. I think, no, don't say you're sorry. Yes, thank you for saying that, because we've heard a lot of bad things about Camilla, obviously. Yeah. Especially from Harry's book, Spare. Yeah. And then just in general, her, you know, the whole affair type this thing. This woman has a, had a journey. She's had a journey. And if it was just that, if it was just that their relationship started with an affair, mm-hmm. I think that would be one thing that people could get over. Yeah. But there are also other things that have just come out about planting of stories and oh. throughout, even when Harry was 12 years old, you know, just like making sure yeah. that he was the, you know, the scapegoat for a lot of things to shine a light on Charles, that he's the great doting father of a troubled child. Yeah. So, and you know, you've got a whole group of women who just kind of lose their jobs whenever the queen passed away. And these are noble women. These are women who come from certain families. Yeah, this I don't... is like the wife of the third Earl of Chalmondale. Exactly. And I doubt if Elizabeth picked these ladies. I think they're just like, these are your ladies in waiting because they deserve it as noble women. Yeah. Or here's the list you can choose from. God. That's right. Would you, Do you have uh, ladies in waiting? Or you I got do. some Camilla's yeah, companions? Do. Well, one of them was supposed to be watching my car, my Dodge van caravan that one time when it got stolen. Wow. And it, Did you kick her to the curb? Uh, no, but I didn't. And I should have because I found out she was the one that unlocked the door. <laughs> you guys, if you just joined us. Are you this making this up right now? <laughs> 
Oh, God. Mike, I had no idea. Were you on the same journey I was? I was just going like, with you on the, the inside job. I, I, I don't it. have ladies no. in waiting. No. I, I was just like, wow. No, I was just going along. Like, do with... not cross her. She will <laughs> no. cut you. So I was just, you know, I've looked up some things. Ladies in waiting, they do not get paid. Okay, a salary. No, I'm sure, but they get all the access, man. I would be a lady in waiting in a heartbeat. I thought when you said Camilla's Companions, by the way, that's what we're talking about. This is Coronation Chip Week here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Yes. Every hour, we're going to bring you something connected, even if it's loose, uh, loosely connected to uh, the coronation of King Charles. When you said the Camilla's Companions, I thought, well, that seems very <laughs> 2023 way of saying, like, maybe she's got some dudes in her retinue that she wants to hang out with, right? Oh, sure. That she's not trying to gender these ladies in waiting because it's a dusty old arc, arc, uh, anachronism. But you're well, just I, saying... They, no, they've they, gotten rid of it. They're basically just getting rid of it so she can have her light-duty friends. Right. And it's just... Apparently, it's a it's a role that is for life. Mm. And the thing is, is that they're so rich anyway, they don't need to be paid. And they definitely have time to, you know, be in service to the queen because that's what you would do if you were asked to do this. Yeah. Um. So, so it's basically like for other like nobility who need a job. Uh, yeah, they're a, like a job or something to put do. Francis the Third, Marquis of Blobbity Blue. That's right. So they have all of these noble families that, throughout history, I'm sure the 14th Earl of mm-hmm. whatever, his wife is a lady in waiting, and and maybe throughout history, all the wives of that yeah. Earl of whatever have yeah. been ladies in waiting. Yeah, it's just it's kind of like one of those things that you so read about. Do you feel about like that t- Camilla's companions are going to be kind of like, well, it's kind of. It, I think it sucks. It's another thing that sucks. Like she's ruining everything, basically. <laughs> but let me let me ask you this, Don. She's ruining everything. Camilla shows up and says, "Here's a thousand dollars. Here you go, Don." What What is it for me to not talk about how she no, sucks? No, just. <laughs> I'm just saying, is there a thing this woman could do? That you would not be like, that's trash. Well, she's getting rid of a royal t- tradition that has been going on for hundreds of years. Yeah. Because she's so paranoid, she probably doesn't want people that close to her. Well, that's, that's let's get real. That's I what mean, that's really yeah. about. She doesn't want and a I bunch don't of blame people her. leaking I don't want stuff. a bunch of like, women that are like, oh no, I have your best interest in her. And then they're calling oh, up the Daily you? Mail. And they're like, clickety clack, hello, Daily Mail. <laughs> yes. Have I got a juicy tale for you? Oh. I mean, this woman has single-handedly fought her way back from being the most hated woman in the United Kingdom, and trust me, that's hard to do uh, to to achieve that status based on some of the other women that have, you know, uh, thrown their weight around, to then becoming queen. So, like, literally, she went from the bottom to the top. I, you got to give her mad props for something. No! Even though you Ew. don't, you don't no. want to like sit at a dinner table with her. No, I don't. I want a podcast, ladies in waiting. Okay. I want all the old ladies in waiting to spill the tea. Okay. Since they've been kicked to the curb. I'd love to hear it. Make that happen, would okay, you? Okay, last right. lady in waiting. <laughs> when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Don, we're talking food. It's been a while since we've talked food. <laughs> um, I tried something at DQ last night. I want to tell you about it. Are you up up for that? I'm totally up for it. All right, we'll do that when we come back. Bye.